move made on that field was under close inspection last night. Uh, you're listening to the Rugby Report Card here with James and... Uh, Richard. Richard. Blake is unfortunately attending family matters, so his uh, opinion will not be voiced, which is a blessing. Absolutely. A bit of quiet time Because I week. could probably guess what he's thinking. Oh, we probably could hear it. We actually. didn't even watch the game with him at the end of the day. But yeah, it was only the one game this weekend, which was the uh, final Bladderslow Clash in Eden Park, Australia v New Zealand. Obviously, New Zealand taking out the victory 37-10, which made it 18 straight home games, yeah? Yeah. And 18 know, straight. And it's... Um, uh, That's the only record that was broken? But, but was it 18th like, straight loss I thought it was or something? And 40, continuing the record of 44 in a row across all nations. That they've since, the first, since the, since the Sydney little, test last year or whatever. No, but then in, in terms of the, the last time they lost at, at home was 44 games ago. Oh, against, so it's against, a home thing. Yeah, against, against South Africa in, um, in, in Hamilton where they, where they, where they lost. But uh, what did you think about the game? Like, as an Australian, before we get into that, because there was a clue in the title, clearly the theme music that may have been played. What did you think of the game overall? I was pretty proud, to be honest. Like, yeah. I'm not going to pretend like, oh, we're shit. Like, I was really impressed by our go for it, our get there, our intensity. Because, remember, we were in this. Yeah. Just that standard New Zealand floodgates opened and shit just went south, as it usually does over there. Yeah. But um, before that, you know, before that controversial disallowed try, we were arguably in it. I thought we played for the for good, that 10 minutes that followed that call. That 10 minutes was good by us, so we reacted well, mm. but it's always a matter of time until that knife slits the throat, <laughs> and then like they, they just come knife. in. Yeah. Uh, you know what, it was, uh, you were completely, you were in the game, 100%, it was, and wasn't it great, or maybe it's different because I'm not, yes, okay, uh, I'm clearly a pommy, but I want Australia to win, but it was lovely. It's never you, okay it, to be a pommy. Yeah, all right, sorry, man. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, it's, it's one of those things, right? It's great that it was a competitive game. It was. It was very enjoyable to watch, yeah, too. Absolutely. We've, we've watched some games this year that it's just been like... Oh, horrendous, really, horrendous. What yeah. are we watching? And this had the makings of that, given the oh, last test. Absolutely. We'd just come back from England. Yeah. They'd come back from South Africa. They've been in camp. It'd already been decided. Yeah. Another camp. camp. <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah. But it was a good game. It's a good um, game to watch. But the thing was, I thought the... Uh, a lot of the time, people will talk about backs because it's easier to, to talk about them because of the things they do. But I thought a lot of the forwards actually got a won the contact points at a lot of times. Fuck lot yeah, better, they did. A, a lot better this I week. I agree. And allowed to, uh, as soon as you get that front football and a lot quicker ball, and look, you still need to do better at ruck time because they're just still, ball retention. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But, really but, down. but do you know what? Let's stick with that. Uh, I know. Mum's only in there because of his line-out option. How's he? Another intercept. Another <laughs> intercept. And I saw him chasing. He's always, always must be like some tactic, just sprinting out of the line. He's yeah. done it so much. But he kind of, when he caught it, he was like, shit, I'm never going to make this. What yeah. do I do? <laughs> what yeah. do I do right now? Yeah. Um, but he's in there for a line-out option, and that's the only reason, really. But Tamani, I thought, had a, you know, played much better than last week. Blake talked about, obviously, him not really getting over that game line that much. But I thought his, his actual, when he did carry the ball this week, was a lot more effective. So. Yeah, he definitely had a physical presence yeah, more absolutely. so than last week or the week before. What do you think about the uh, the change ups in the team? Obviously, no Quaid. Henry Spate brought to the wing. Yeah, and um, I think uh, two two Hodge things, at twelve. Two two big things from that. How nice is it to actually have? I think you even mentioned it on our Twitter feed. How nice is it to actually have a winger on the wing? A winger on the wing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 un, it's unfortunate, however, that yeah. that didn't eventuate into anything. But it's like it also seems, you know, um, unusual to have a player play in his right position. But it's uh, it's nice. It, it, Just a finisher. Like yeah. that's what we needed in that situation. Absolutely. That's who we had. Um, and also the thing was with uh, 
with Hodge and, and Foley. I think playing Hodge there allowed Foley. That's the best game I've seen him play for a long Foley? time. Foley, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. You know what? He he's just his options to get, go to the line and look for those offloads, or yeah. look for the guy running off his shoulder, or even just to go through the gap. He, he's that was the best. And but it all stems from having front football from the forwards. Yeah, I thought, you yeah. know, and which is the bread and butter. Absolutely, you can really take it to a line when they're not completely set yeah like he was just straightening up and there was options either side yeah and the dummy works in that situation the dummy was was in charge definitely at times he he did he did really really well and i thought the changes that were made i think were were justified even though spade didn't score as we will talk about in a minute yeah yeah. but he's definitely who someone will come in Uh, what did you think yeah what did uh, we'll stay there for the long time what did you think about the changes that actually happened when um Karevi, which was a big, sh- which was a shame because he's been playing really, really well. Came off at thirteen. Now I'm not, I'm not a big fan of playing Falao at thirteen, and I've said this. Yeah, all the time. and Blake's a big advocate for yeah, it. Yeah, so you're the middle one in the middle here. Would you have loved him to have gone right? Okay, let's get, let's get Izzy in at thirteen, get his hands on the ball, and let's just play. Or were you happy with the fact that he, the, the rotation he, that he did, that he kept everyone in? I don't think Karevi deserves to be put dropped. I don't no, think he deserves to be not playing thirteen. Play Karevi at twelve and play Falao at thirteen. But even just for, to see how it worked. On Saturday last night, would you? Have it's a decision that? that needs to be made sooner rather than later. Do you view Hodge as like a long-term option for twelve, mm. and Kareva your long-term option for thirteen? Because how old's Falao now? How many years is he? Is he sticking around to the next World Cup? If you're intending to yeah. play him at thirteen, you're making the executive decision now. Then you need to do it. Mm. You need to give him time to adjust and whatnot. But if you want him at fifteen, mm. then would, don't make the change. Is would, it worth the gamble? I personally, he's 27 now. He's going to be, uh, you know, 30, 31 in the next World Cup. So I, I still think the best place for him for B for his all-round game is at fullback. And I think the future is having Hodge and Karevi in, in that centre partnership. Yeah. And I felt a bit sorry for Hodge yesterday because he was going to get a bit of stick on Twitter because, let's be honest, for that first try, he, he, he was a misread. Hodge. Yeah. 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 Misread. But, Massive. Um, but that's going to happen. That's going to happen when you play... Eight tests in the wing, Completely. six tests on the wing, and I think you need to. And I said this with the forwards last week. Stick with it. You know what? If you play like you did play last night, if you play in the Northern Hemisphere like you played last night, you might even come home with winning all your games. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And then how's that change right? You come around and you go, oh yeah, it was all doom and gloom six weeks ago, but suddenly now you're in a you're in a real positive mindset. Yeah, and there's a lot of positives to be taken away from that game. Mm. Now we just did compliment their offense, but their defense was oh, defense was particularly shit. What's Spate there going for the intercept <sighs> inside your twenty two? Hey, hey, what are you doing? It's just a bad call. Oh, a bad man. call. Do you know what? It's like New Zealand are freaking awesome at the best of times. Why give them two tries though? I mean, seriously, two of the tries they scored were like gifts. Yeah, you, no, you're not even counting that charge down. No. What the what the fuck are we kicking on the left hand side with a right foot? No idea. What's the option? The dude kicks a hundred meters. I know, mate. It's not a question of no, distance. Just go the other side. What are you doing? It just seems like that. Is that decisions made on the field? Is that decisions made off the field? Because it just seems to be brain explosions. Um, but how good was Paranara's finish? Oh, that is. was a proper swan dive. Also, awesome. did you? Actually, I didn't actually see. It. Was he actually onside? Who cares? Oh, it's okay. in New Zealand. That's it's not a question enough. that needs yeah, to be asked. That's that's it's true. not a consideration. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was. Um, it's such a good. He's such a good player. And how can I just say, when we watched the hacker at the beginning, I was a little bit scared of TJ Perinara when yeah. he was leading it. Yeah. I'm like, shit. Yeah, they're not oh. short of passion, are they? No, I'm, no. Not. I'm a little scared right now. I really enjoyed that hacker too. That day-night oh, clash. Yeah. Yeah. And who would you look at? I don't know. Probably you got to look at TJ. I like. I don't know whether they do it on purpose or not, 
obviously this is my ignorance coming through, but they always get like one of the smaller players because obviously Aaron Smith did it before him. I can't remember who did it, but the smaller player is the one who dictates the the haka and all the big players around him. Sort when, of as the intimidation see, factor. See, because I'm so tall, I'm hoping I'd look to the guy at the back who's not got, who's not as good at it, and is therefore not as scary. Yeah. Or would you? Or would well, they you... they always used to hide the ones who don't really know it out yeah. in the back row. <laughs> yeah. Or would you stare at Kieran Reid at the front and go, I'm. I'm Come on then, I'll have a pick. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what I do. Yeah, I don't know. Stan Walker, man, how many times has he sung the New Zealand anthem? Oh my god, he's I'm... always called upon. Yeah, but he's awesome, man. Let's be honest. Um, we're getting sidetracked, but yeah, Perrineau, what a what a quality player. But talking of him, do you think I, I said last week? Um, I think Smith will start the first game, the uh, their spring or autumn, whichever way you want to look at his series. Yeah. Um, do you think he will? Because again, Perinara did nothing wrong last night. He did do I don't know. really well. I don't know. I don't know what's going through Aaron Smith's head. He might be doing a little self-punishment where he's like, I'm not going to allow myself to be rewarded. Or maybe he needs to leave the country. Maybe it'd be good for him, that yeah. whole spring tour. Yeah. Just shape up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it's going to matter. I think yeah. is in hot form. Aaron yeah. Smith was in hot form before he left. But, you know. It's, yeah, and it's not like they've got you know, Kerbala who can do an awesome job off the bench as well. Oh, wait, yeah, they do. <laughs> like, they've got so many players. So. Yeah, and he did a horrible thing, and probably Aaron Smith's personal life's really affected, but the best way through that sort of stuff is to continue on with your professional life and just, like, yeah, absolutely. move yourself forward. Yeah. So I think the spring tour will be good for him, and I'll be yeah. really shocked if he doesn't go on it. Yeah. Heap shocked. Yeah, absolutely. I understand if he comes off the bench the first few games. Mm. He'll get a game, a start there somewhere, but heap shocked. A couple of things I wanted to mention on this game as well was the Karevi step on the bus. Oh. That was out. That was sick. That was that was, was Quaid esque. They've been teaching that. It was revolutionary. Revolutionary. <laughs> revolutionary. Too close to the sideline though, but that was really good. So there's yeah. just there's there's heaps of talent in Karevi yeah. that hasn't been untapped yet. Absolutely. Do you think he really actually? And obviously, I don't know him, but do you think he really understands how good he could actually be? Karevi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But do you think like because he's he's evolving? So do you think he's starting to believe in himself that actually he could be that? Like if you've seen over the last few weeks, I think he's starting to. Get better and better and better, and it's a shame about his injury. But do you think he actually knows how good he could be? Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's been someone who's been tapped on the shoulder since he was a young and going, dude, you're legit. Yeah. But the thing is, is like he just looked like a kid in a candy store when he first came out, yeah. really enthusiastic, probably overplaying his role, yeah. throwing passes he shouldn't have, and now he just seems to be settling a lot yeah. more, or just executing because he's not as nervous or there's not enough yeah, pressure. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's kind of what's going on with him. The other thing worth mentioning: Would you want to get it out of the way now? The big Nigel Owens call that changed the game. So the Let me set the scene. Let talking, me set it. Are you talking about the one at the end where he pointed the wrong way? Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, mate, we saw that French dude do that earlier on in the season. <laughs> I just wanted to check. It must be... I don't know what's going on. No. So is that the one you're talking and about? And then apologising. Yeah, sorry, boys. Sorry, sorry. I had it the wrong way. Poe is going, what? I was all over that. Yeah, Pocock, massive... Oh, there's so many things to comment on this game, but let's just stick one at a time. Mm, so the sorry. scene, 15-10. Yeah? Front football Aussies, Bernard Foley, given that pass all day and meters made, they laid off him. Perinara kind of fell for the dummy there. He made a quick 10-meter dash, threw a killer ball to the winger who was actually on the wing for once. Hang on, hang on. That was a winger on the wing. <laughs> and then he crossed. He just showed his pace and crossed. Now, we were discussing before we pushed the record button, yes. and my opinion stands as such. I know it's very one way or the other. I The only possibility or opportunity there was for Savir on spade was for an ankle tap. I don't mm. think he was going to get hands on hips. I don't think he was going to get a 100% certain guaranteed tackle. Yeah. So the only opportunity, best case scenario, ankle tap, 
Spade slides over the line to score instead of walking over. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing would be DHP definitely put a shoulder on, took him out of his line. Maybe Savia guilty of selling it a bit more than he should have. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand how he can be pushed off his running line, but when it comes to running the ball, oh, he can't be interfered with. You which You can't have it both ways, man. And you caught the bus for a reason, man. <laughs> like, seriously. You like, needed to go into that contact a bit more. Oh, and just two things on that before. First of all, if we actually are going to... Uh, I don't know what the rule is either. Well, if the rule is... is oh, you is got it. it up? So this is for, so running in front... So we got a few things. So the obstruction law. Charging or pushing when a player and opponent are running for the ball. Either player must not charge or push the um, the other except shoulder to shoulder. So that that is what is the rule. So at no point, because we heard a lot about it saying um, you've got to run in a straight line. Yeah, you got you can't deviate your line. So therefore, we then uh, when they went to blocking the player, a player must not intentionally move or stand in a position that prevents an opponent from tackling a ball carrier. So I don't is this again. specified behind the line of play? No, I'm assuming. It so is, it would work it a, both ways. Yeah. Works in front, works behind. Correct. So this this is the thing. So blocking the tackler, a tackler must. That's the only way he could be pinged. He can't be pinged for the instruction. So the question, the big question is, did he prevent an opponent from tackling the ball carrier? And I have to honestly say. I don't think he did. Yeah. I think even if he wasn't there, then Spate still scores. Yeah, Spate's quick. Absolutely. Um, however, why did he do it? DHP. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that athletes no, just have that competitive edge oh, that leads you to do whatever is necessary. This is the biggest thing I have is the fact that if you look at it by the plain rules he opened up an opportunity for there to be an option to disallow it yeah um and i don't actually think it was nigel owens i think if it was it, actually, yeah, it was yeah, the tmo yeah. who then called it back yeah and i know T- uh, he then overruled the forward pass later on and other things so right. ultimately it is nigel owens's responsibility yeah. but as soon as you start to but where where line, nigel owens implicates himself there is like obviously it wasn't at the game but the commentary led me to believe that his initial review of that play was, was a result of the crowd yeah. hissing and hoeing mm. they're like oh, oh, oh which is in itself being in front but that's that's yeah i know i agree but that's eden park yeah completely or any home so ground that you can that's, buy that's that, controversy that's, there yeah but what's wrong with that maybe it's something you missed nah it's no good i'm no, not gonna give it any but justification the thing is, no i'm not but the thing was, ultimately, at the end of the day, he did run out. If we're looking at it as a purely non-emotional kind of non, uh, looking at it in a pure black and white situation, did he run out of? Did he run out of his plane? Did he yeah, change he did, his he run did, of line? And so, therefore, it, it is a penalty. Yeah, like there's grounds and a case for both. However, enough, you got to benefit the attacking team, yeah. and played eyes, you weren't making that tackle. However, see it through. See it through. My argument would then be completely say that that is that that that, that it could should be a penalty. Okay, but look at the um, the Foley um, Coles incident. Great hustle from Foley. Yeah. Great hustle from Foley. Not an issue with that. And he ch- he chases down Dane Coles into the uh, into the trier and gets his hand on the ball first. Yeah. By the letter of the law, again, Foley yeah. actually pulls on yeah. Dane Coles's arm. Yeah. And he gets there first. This Imagine. was uh, Hansen's reply in the press conference. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that should be a penalty try, no? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know. The inconsistencies of Mr. Rowins, not being on it, doesn't help when you don't know, as we say, point which way, but there's too many. And he was really fastidious on some things, and then he would let lots of things go. So, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I, it was one of his poor games. I, I, look, we've, I've said he's... he's no a, ones. You're talking yeah, about no ones, yeah. yeah. Poor game. 
poor game for, for a while. One of the things, and we saw it in this game, and the NFL do this really, really well. So Are you can first... advocate flags? No, 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 oh, no. What I'm say. advocating is penalties after points. No. So that first try Australia scored, right? And they were given what a penalty a after. Great a Should that not have been the same thing? You weren't yes. going to stop the five points. Let it be scored. And then upon that return, you can have a shot from halfway. Yes. You have a penalty halfway. Yeah. We'll turn it into a ten-point try, or try to. Yeah, that's that's. No, great. but no, you penalised DHP. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the so, try was still going to be scored. It was a. Penalty. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That, I really do. Yeah, and because, it's beneficial. Because again, when you look back on the TMA, I really don't think he would have got there. As I really don't no, think he would have no, done. Yeah. And I watched this. No, and um, and so therefore you go, yeah, okay, penalty try, let's go see if he kicks it. Definitely, I like that idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because it also works the other way. I like the fact that Kieran Reid got pinged. Yeah, he did too. Let's be honest, Kieran Reid getting pinged in Eden Park. When does that happen? Insanity. It's, it's crazy. Insanity. Oh, wow. I was like, well, this is good. Um, so, yeah. But do you think it actually, like, we're all, game, the game is a, is all about inches and all about um, momentum swings and stuff like that? Big time. You know On what? the international stage, it is. Completely. And I think Richie McCaw came out this week and said that there's not actually... Um, uh, much difference between the top teams is just when you are on the front foot and when you are who scores the most points. Yeah, it's, it's but it's like um, you get you get you get those decisions slightly go your way and you also get that momentum so you keep going. So there's not that much difference between New Zealand and the others, but it's just everything because you're the, the slightly better team and you've got that momentum and going forward, you yeah. get that you get the calls. Yeah, look, I, I agree and I disagree. That's something only a winning team would say. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of difference between yeah. New Zealand and whoever's second, which yeah. I think is England, but. The point I just is, wanted you to say yeah, that. that yeah. was <laughs> the whole, it was a lead-up, was it? Yeah, it was. Sorry, yeah, man. you win. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd love to see uh, penalties after points. Yeah, more no. used. Use more. Yeah, use absolutely. More. Um, just a couple of things also about it. Just would like to know your opinion. Because I, I saw you you tweet it, and I agree with you, actually. And I, go, I think you got a bit shot down by it. But uh, Bowden Barrett coming off after 44 minutes. Flat. It was flat, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's not that Cruden isn't capable. But didn't you just... notice there was just suddenly started trying to cross-field kick and just it just changed the way they played it. And yeah. I'm not saying, look, Owen Farrell's a very good player, but let's be honest, if Aaron Cruden's English, he, he, he plays. Yeah, he So plays. I'm not criticising him personally, but I, I was just surprised. And also I was surprised that he, he didn't move it around. So he could have taken off someone and moved Barrett into, you know, either yeah. moved Smith out into the wing or Barrett onto the forward, just because he's, he has been the best player in the world. Best player in the world. Uh, but then now I could be wrong here, but I believe the substitution was on, made. You should never admit that. <laughs> the substitution was made because Cruden's probably the more reliable kicker and the game looked like it was going down that way. That's a bit that, silly. That's crazy. It's crazy? That's crazy. That's Just bring... Okay, do, do you know what? You could bring off... Because it was know. a tough kicking day out there. Yeah, it was. Not good enough, though. Some of those misses were not good enough. Oh, yeah, enough. they were... They, yeah, a couple of them, he they properly shanked him. Yeah. But, yeah, you still find a place for him. You still find a place. Even if it's at full Yeah, What absolutely. do you think of some of the players off the bench for the Wallabies? Obviously, Pocock. Great game. Do you know what? What a difference he made. He he made when he came on. Like just, and do you know what it was? It was interesting. I thought Hooper actually did a lot more of the dirty work this week. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't as, as effective running around the pitching carrying times. But I thought he got a little bit. Uh, got his hand Hooper. A bit, yeah, he missed the bus that one time. Yeah, that frustrated me. Yeah, I felt sorry for Frisbee as well. By the way. Didn't yeah. Feel free, like, uh, as soon as he came on, it was over. Yeah, but it, it's still like when you got Julian Savage just just already gone past one. He's running at full speed. Would you want? I, I don't. I don't want to tackle him. That's worrying signs for an Aussie fan when Frisbee is your second to come on. And Phipps didn't play that well either. That's the problem. But I, I, I yeah. 
That yeah, that that's irking me. Yeah, we need a we need a solid nine there. And when they invest in Dowsett, Dowsett was in the camp at the start of the year. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a solution. Yeah, but the problem is that this is an out of an international windows game. That's the problem. So again, he has to go back to his club. Yeah, that's the problem. And he's done his time. Yeah. Um, the thing, but sorry, going back to Pocock was uh, he does make a difference. I'd still it'd still be interesting to see. Um, obviously, the year without him, he's going to go off and study and what have you. What happens? And, but um, yeah, he definitely, he definitely makes a decision. It makes a difference when you come on. Um, linked into the subs, they come on. Um, I thought actually Australia scrummaged really well actually at times. You know, I felt like we than, didn't have the dominant scrum. No, but, but we held our own completely. in important situations. The CO has been has been pinged a few times this year for obviously uh, binding incorrectly and pulling it down and I thought he did he was look, don't, don't get me wrong he wasn't great but at least he, he had a better game than what he had yeah. normally one of the, tell me what you think about this one of the penalties that Nigel gave on the scrum was New Zealand were pushing forward and as a result of that momentum their binding slip and the scrum came down and he was like you need to hold your bind even if you're going forward that to me I understand what you're discussing or what you're saying but if you have a dominant scrum it's over you shouldn't be penalised against you for going forward and them not being able to because then the tactic becomes hold off the I agree. The opposing 100%. shot, nudge. Absolutely, it's just a piece of shit. And it's it not guys, okay. And it was always back. Of, I don't know how many years ago it was. It was a way where um, you would always pin the team that popped up first. Yeah. So uh, or sorry, pin the other team. And so they end, you ended up playing the system. So I completely get that. I don't know why that wasn't. If you've got the dominant scrum and you're scrummaging forward, plus also there are times where it's a safety thing. If you're going forward and you can feel it going down, you will lose your bind because yeah. of that very reason, because you don't want an injury to occur. So yeah, I didn't get that one. And then the other thing that pissed me off was that one scrummage in which Fibs uh, fed it and Moore was obviously holding the weight too early to hook. I gathered all my friends who don't watch rugby around. I was like, watch this scrum. It was tense for about 10 seconds. We're all on the edge of our seats and he just blew it up because it was stationary. But that's the shit you want. You you see who caves oh, first. Absolutely. That contest is why I uh, fucking tune in, yes, Nigel. Mate. That's I, why I watch, yes, man. Yes, mate. We actually have a contest. How many times have I said on this podcast, oh, we didn't have a proper scrum until like 70 minutes, 60 minutes. Yes, it's a proper... Make them the the, the Kiwis makes Stephen make Stephen more lift his foot up and Stephen actually bleh. and actually make him hook it properly. Yeah, like, let's go for it. Yeah, that's but like you hold. I don't care if the scrum goes for seventy eight minutes. <laughs> if it's just them holding the platform, who's going to budge first? That's what I'm into. I, I think that might have some. All all diehard fans life. would be yes. like that. Surely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because it, you know what? It brings all those. Everyone is scrummaging properly. It gives the backs more times. I It's a battle. Yeah. I want that to happen. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely. A um, couple of things about the um, boys that came on. So what do we Zephyr. think? Yeah. What do we think? Looked, looked good. Yeah. I think he looked good. I think there's a future there big time. Yeah. I reckon he needs to be on the wing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's massive the decisions that need to be made. If you put him on the wing, just to you know, say this. Say you put, it. You just put him on the ring. You put Corabetti on the other wing. Yeah. So you drop Henry Spate. Back up centre now. I know Spate scored the try. Oh, outside of that, you know, bit of grits in the in defence, but didn't really go looking. wasn't searching. Mm. Do you think he'll get? Because I know he's obviously come back from sevens. If he doesn't play all the time, is he that? Is he going to go and search somewhere else? I don't know. Who Spate? Yeah. Do you think he'll go overseas because he's a he's a like he's a finisher? He doesn't do much else, as you just said, but he's a finisher. But that's what sucks. This is what's sucking about this competition. If mm. you're not if you're not on the run on if you're not on the run on twenty three. You're looking elsewhere. Oh, completely. Which is killing us. Mm. It's not okay. No. But it's, it's, it's something that it's needs to... It's a realistic to, thing. Yeah. Because injuries happen. Mm. The depth is the most important part, mm. but you can't dangle that carrot. So I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe potentially if it was Spates, I don't know how old he is, but his time's moving. Mm. Um, but um, I like the Sapphire and I like the Corabetti on the wing. Yeah, but it's exciting. Though, DHP eh? doesn't make it. No, know? it's and do you know what? He actually got his hands on the ball a lot last last night and actually did all right at yeah. times. You know what? Um, maybe he should have kicked from that out of the twenty-two. You know? Maybe, maybe, maybe should have. Um, Something to think about. Yes, other thing. We'll send a note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what? A, uh, just a uh, couple more things. It's amazing how. So just going back to Falau and uh, Foley. It's amazing how suddenly um, Falau gets put uh, because he's at fifteen. Foley gets put at ten. And I know it's all about front football, but don't you think their combination started to like? Shine. Know, shine again. That whole Fibs, Foley, Falau. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something to be spoken about. But then that's probably what they were going for with the Guinea Equate. That was probably the decision at the end of the day. That's a bad one. Yeah. The Guinea Equate combo, which is, you know, two years untouched. Yeah. But. I don't know. This is just speculation. But I, I, yeah, definitely. Mm. That 9 and 10 Rello needs to be strong. Yeah. Because absolutely. that one time Foley changed the direction of the play and Fibs was all on it and mm. it worked out for us. Shit yeah. like that probably wouldn't happen with the Guineas and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? And this was something I was thinking about during the game. Once again, just speculative talk with who gives a shit. <laughs> if we don't know, we're, we're, on, the, we're on the offense inside the 22, you know, where we're heaps lackluster and believe everything needs to be done. Doom, 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 yeah. in order to break the line and score, which is arguably true. They, we, we only really, fibs at the base of the one who spread it to the backs, it only goes to the side follows on. I, mm-hmm. Is there enough of a threat without Quaid in that team or a ball playing 12? Let's, I'm assuming Hodge isn't. He's more of a... Well, they said he was. If you read the media leading up to it, they were happy that he was enough of a ball player. Like, I know what you're saying. That, that, that... I just feel like it's too easily read. Too easily read inside the 22 attack. But don't you think Don't you think that at times, actually, you lacked execution? So it was just that final pass. And it wasn't just from Foley or even if Quaid was, Quaid was playing. He just didn't quite nail that last pass that yeah. would have done it. Yeah. So That's been the whole season. Yeah, true. And don't get it, let's not get it wrong. England do exactly the same. But uh, if you just executed probably 50% more, you'd have probably scored a few more tries and therefore we wouldn't have even maybe having the conversation. Yeah. The one concern that I would say about it in that 22 and even before the 22 is there's still too many times there that forwards make a line break or someone makes a line break, someone goes one up, you make the tackle and there's no one actually supporting there. Like Matt Todd had a great game. I thought he pillaged, uh, pilfered really well. Yeah. Pillaged, pilfered really well, but there's, too, there's a few too many times where we're a bit isolated, a bit, bit on your own. Do you think or not? Yeah, no, I do. But that's just been the case the whole... I don't know where that comes from. That mm. comes from super rugby form, that instinctual move towards supporting the ruck. Like, mm. even our cleanouts were sloppy. How many times did people just oh, dive man. over? It was heaps sloppy. And even, I have to say, go back to um, Nigel Owens being a, being a bit fastidious about certain things. How many times did people come in from, both teams, come in from the side? Yeah. There was once where I watched it and the guy completely came in from the side and everyone was like, oh, good clear out. It's yeah. like, no. Yeah. No. It was like that, the, the ruck before Arnold Cross, mum came, he just, just did some weird yeah, shit from the side. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my gosh. Um, but the, I have to say there's more positives out of this game. Yeah, like I said, I thought we actually played okay. But is this a case where you're only getting up, as someone said it on Twitter, you're only getting up because you're playing New Zealand and when you play your next game in against Wales in a couple of weeks or even, it's maybe the next weekend or the weekend, or anyway, in a couple of weeks. It's got to be two weeks, surely. Yeah. When you come up against Wales at the Millennium Stadium, Wales have got issues because they can't release their players because it's outside the international window, some of them, so George North might not play and a few others. Is, is it going to be, oh, it's only Wales? So are you going to renege and go back on what uh, and go back to the form a couple of games ago? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think this spring tour means a lot. I think a grand slam will mean a lot. 
and we haven't had the greatest international season, so every game matters at this point. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time matters. I just think we'll take more risks here in terms of selection. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, my oh, gosh. How inconsiderate of you. Yeah. Uh, and whilst you're doing that, I, I hope for, for, for the game. Because as mentioned, we want to have a really successful Australian team, and I hope the I hope the games are really really close. And you know, it excites me. Obviously, not when you play England. I want to make that abundantly clear. Not when you play England. I want you. To, I want the backs to be flying forward, and want you to be playing that fast flowing rugby and get the forward, yeah. get the forwards over the gain line. That's the kind of rugby we, we want to see. And Australia definitely have the ability. And I know you and Blake have said it before. You actually your backs do actually look dangerous when you get that. And and Coleman again does well. Arnold is the future. Didn't have what he, he did okay. Yeah. I mean, that that's what you got to do. So yeah. it's exciting this this autumn tour, definitely. Yeah, it's a lot a lot of questions to be answered. Mm, absolutely. No, it's cool. Would um, you be happy? Just lastly, would you be happy if you came home with like? Would, is that the expectation? You have to win every game, or would you be happy with like, uh, you know, four wins? Every game needs to be won. Not happy with anything less. I like that. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Everything matters. And I'll be what, what pisses me off is I'll be getting up for it. So don't think I'm not watching. <laughs> you need to get up. Just for the record, um, we will be in separate houses for the England Australia game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You won't be invited over. No, I know. I, I appreciate that. Um, the press conference post after the game, uh, Checker was having a little blow up about the clown image that appeared in their Herald. Like we won't spend too much time on it. But what's your opinion on him drawing attention to that? Mate, because as soon as he's drawn attention to it, they're going to do it again. Ah, that's what I thought as well. Oh, mate, but dude, seriously. someone tweeted this morning. I saw a tweet when they when the Herald dressed up Richie as a slug, as a bug. Yeah, you can't have it both ways, guys. <laughs> like, seriously, uh, there's what it's like that kid who who when you're at school and you, you feel like he's being bullied by something like, don't let it affect you. You know, come and talk to us. We'll sort something out. Blah 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 blah. But if you react to it, it's only going to make it worse. Mate, you and and Stephen Stephen Moore also came out and said it was it was really disrespectful. I'm sorry, yes, Australian media has slated yeah. other, other nations. So it was disrespectful, but it, it's it's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what happens. Expose yourself to the light. But I guess they're saying like a credible media source is different from some 11 year old pimple kid doing it and then putting it on Twitter. True. I love the fact that it's a pimple kid. No cool kid. No, no, you know cool kid's got time. <laughs> He's still busy being cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one more thing on this Wallaby game before we move on. is just the. I thought the forwards weren't just hitting it up for the point of hitting it up. They were also making an effort to run lines this week. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that a lot more. Did you also notice? And at times, just it playing was a, with a football brain. Yeah, and it was it was actually a negative at times, but most of the time it was a positive that they actually shifted the ball a couple of times yeah, as well. So yeah. it wasn't just oh, I'm going to catch it, go that whole one up, and it, and it was kind of you know trying to get it a bit wider. Yeah. Then there was one time there was a massive overload and Kepu didn't pass it, but overall I thought it was much better. Kepu fucking big game too, though. Yeah. Strong East yeah, best game this so. season. I, I hope that uh, I know Pocock's obviously out, so the starting pack that eight. I know with, this, with Pilota now being in, with not being, it's not going to play. Obviously, that is the best eight that you have right now. Yeah. You know, Simmons makes a difference when he comes on. Like, where did that intercept kind of trundle wherever he came from? But yeah, it was just a good pass from Fibs. Yeah. I'm very reluctant to compliment Simmons. I didn't really want. <laughs> I didn't really want to compliment Fibs. And at so. the end of the day, you should have ran and scored, man. Well, how did you get tackled? <laughs> you should have been a try. He bombed a certain try. I love the fact we're blaming the other person. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I, I want I want to stay with that pack, that forward pack, um, and see what happens from there and and, and move forward. Yeah. So I'm a good signs, but you know yeah. we're not out looking for good signs at this stage of the no. season. 
And, and, and just talk about actually forwards, let's just look at something I wrote down. Um, do you know when you go to camp? I, I, when I've, I've coached rugby and um, I get my hooker to practice line out throwing. Yeah. And if a line, if, if a, you know, under 18 and or what was under 19, under 17, under 15, if people, if my hooker is consistently under throwing at a line out, I, I get rather annoyed. I don't understand. Do you think they practice it? Uh, 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 because again, there was two blatant underthrows again in in the game yesterday, which was really, which really frustrated me. It's just form. Mm. Obviously, it's even more questionable. Politan now is a bit of a is, is more in his stride. Mm. But I, I'm not saying Stephen White had a good game around the park yeah. more than he usually do. But underthrowing is happening. Our lineout is not oh. chiselled and checked, so you'd probably almost take two underthrows at this stage. Yeah, probably. Um, so the NRC followed this game, yeah. And um, as NRC goes, it was quite a low-scoring match. Twenty sixteen, Perth Spirit taking out the competition, which was great. I thought the Eagles were going to run away with that blind, mm. but it's good to see some uh, Western success. Do you know what? It's great for the game, isn't it? Yeah. Let's be honest, because well, is it? Who's watching that? But if anyone is going to watch it, then, <laughs> then, then they have to watch. They have to watch that. With the and I love the post on Twitter by someone. That it should be congratulations for winning the uh, the toaster trophy. Yeah. Um, which is uh, which is great. Um, but for them, would it was it? It's going to open up some avenues for some people because they're going to watch it because the force are never going to be really that successful. No. Or does it counter argument? Does it say, oh look, we have a really good, we have a sound basis here, we could be even more successful. Look how what we could do if we move this team. And that goes back to that that previous question. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it was it, defense won it at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which defensive teams always take out the big yeah. games? I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah, completely. Um, so. Do you think the NRC was a success this year? I suppose that's my initial question to you. Do you think it was something that was that's going to engage people even more? Um, do you think it's going to? Uh, do you think something needs to change? There was more points this year scored, obviously for uh, for variety. Well, I, I, I don't agree that the more points scored, the more is better viewing. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, like when no. you see scores sixty twenty, it yeah. just doesn't sound like a game I wanted no. to have watched. Mm. And the other people will also be that they know there's more points available for the try, so they'll probably just go, oh, there's more points because, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, But do you think it was an ultimate success? So we've had more, the, the City teams did well this year as well. They did, but or, is the point of it to keep players on the cusp of Wallaby selection fit and ready and game Well, that was my, that was what I was hoping alluding to, to. Because if it is, the standard is not good enough to be able to make. So that jump from the NRC straight to international. If, for example, someone goes down injured and we hope they don't and then someone comes in, no way are they. No way yeah, are well, they. Well, think of the players who did it. Simmons did it. Sefa did it. Who else went down there and had a crack? Did Phipps play? No, he was no. always in the 23. But yeah, how good did Phipps... I know it was like not this year, but how good does Phipps... Samani, maybe? Yeah. Phipps looks so good when he plays for uh, Brisbane City. But again, that's just the, this, that's just the difference. Phipps. Um, not Phipps. Uh, Frisbee. 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 Frisbee looks so, yeah. so good when he plays in the NRC. Um, yeah. Overall, no, you're right. It is a massive jump. Yeah, absolutely. Because but it's less than the Super Rugby. Super Rugby is a big jump to international, but NRC is definitely a big jump. But yeah, super happy. I'm really pleased for Perth Spirit, and hopefully it does build some uh, some momentum out in the uh, about Western Australia. Hopefully, some people will jump on board and get some get some bigger crowds down to the Force Games and any internationals that take nice? over. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, absolutely. If we want to make the game as as big as possible. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it's players like just on that point, like Monaghan or mm. Moraghan, which one is it? Moraghan. Moraghan, just like lightning. Mm. Great game. However, you throw him in a force jumper, you see that four times a season. Yeah. It's not... No, it doesn't happen. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't have all the answers. No, I know, but it's... Um... 
I've got some. I just don't have all of the answers. I don't even have that many. <laughs> so I, I got some answers. Go. That's all right. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, some changes will be made because we want to make uh, not necessarily well, all of the all the places stay where they are, but hopefully, um, it becomes a bit more competitive. I don't know how you do that, but I hope it does. I just time. There's no tribalism. Yeah. There's no like allegiance towards this or that team. Yeah. There isn't with me anyway. I just like seeing how players perform in that scope. Yeah, and like true. Godwin and whatnot, who haven't had a great game. How does he go if you notch the standard down a little mm. bit? Right. And you're or loving. Which, how does he go when you notch? And it do down? you watch him and go? I'm so excited to watch him play and uh, play next year. You know? Well, you see their potential, you know? Yeah. You see their potential because when you watch him, Godwin hasn't played a great game for a while in that force jersey. So when you watch him under that, you see the potential and you just think of the tragedy that is his inability to perform at that level. Well, it's completely. Yeah. yeah. Which is a real shame. But... Well, awesome. Well, this is the end of the little Southern uh, yeah. tournament. We're going to obviously stay up to date and do podcasts on the spring tour, which we're excited for. Oh, I'm super excited for the spring. I love the autumn international. There's a lot of lot of venom in those ones. Yeah, a there lot is. of venom. And I'm excited because there's lots of injury problems. Toje's injured himself in the Champions Trophy, so he's not going to play. So I'm excited to how see what happens. How long is he out for? for. I don't think they've actually said how long itself, but they've been out for a while. No, I don't think so, but he'll, he'll miss, he might. They, hopefully, he'll be back for December when we play Australia. <laughs> that'd be all right. That'd be great. If, yeah. he, if, he, if he could, that'd be nice. Oh, that's lovely. Awesome. But So, thanks for listening. The Rugby Report Card, just the one game and the NRC Championship to cover yep. this week. Follow us on Twitter, the rugby underscore, or just rugby underscore rugby podcast. Underscore podcast. That's yeah. it. Nello's running our face, Beezy. Yeah. All G. All so, good. we'll catch you. Catch you yeah. after the first round of the spring tour. See ya.